As I said, it's day two of uh, the conference, and I'm going to talk to varied uh, guests uh, at the conference, and one of them is the Road Accident Fund CEO, Mr. Collins Lizualo. He's in the studio. Good morning, sir. And perhaps we start with the, the overall strategy uh, for medical and clinical services where the Road Accident Fund is concerned. Good morning. Good morning to you and good morning to the listeners. Mm. Yeah. So what is the Road Accident Fund's overall strategy for medical and clinical services? Well, the aim is to make sure that we take people back to society after injury. So most of the injuries that we deal with are serious injuries. Mm -hmm. They do impact on the life of people. Mm -hmm. uh, simple things like just talking. Uh, become foreign in some of the injuries, especially if you uh, suffered a brain injury. And of course, um, there would be others that would not be able to walk. There are amputees in the space. There are uh, people with uh, paralysis, either uh, what we call quads or paras, um, that uh, need assistance from us. So mm. what we do, we want to rehabilitate them back to uh, social and economic activity. What do the the stats look like, CEO, in terms of uh, uh, co the consideration that part of uh, your function, obviously, is to educate us as um, uh, motor vehicle owners or road users uh, and, and promote for us to use the road safely. What do the stats look like? Uh, are they going up or are they coming down? Are you finding uh, your work is compounded by more road accidents or uh, the efforts to educate people on road usage uh, yielding any results uh, that makes the numbers go down? The numbers have fairly been stubbornly constant and uh, more on the upside rather than coming down. Mm. Um, we have got one of the most deadliest roads in the world mm. and this is the behavior of South Africans and uh, the most difficult uh, effect is that most of the people die or they get injured when they are drunk and using our roads. So mm. uh, in the main, people speed, and speed of obviously uh, compounds how the injury becomes. I mean, if you are at high speeds, you are likely going to get a seriously mm. and severe injuries. Mm. And those injuries are traumatic injuries that uh, are life-changing. Yeah, and alcohol makes it worse. Absolutely. So what are the challenges that affect the Road Accidents Fund's operations? Uh, and how is the fund currently uh, uh, addressing those challenges in terms of your strategies? Well, our, our strategy, we have not been, as a consequence of this high accident rates, we have not been a sustainable fund. Of course, there is going to be a lot of resources you need. Mm. We collect only two rents, 18 cents per liter. That uh, creates about... I like uh, that only. I, I'm yeah, a driver. I know how only, expensive yeah. petrol is. Of course. That's yeah. why I'm saying only because whenever <laughs> there is an increase in the in the fuel price, people think that it's road accident fund. It mm -hmm. really is not. It mm -hmm. has been two rent 18 for the past three years. Per liter. Per liter. And um, what we need to do is, is spend those resources in trying to resolve the issues of more people that need those resources. Mm. And what we find is that uh, there are people that abuse the system. Mm. The biggest people being lawyers. We have also discovered that medical aids do the same. Uh, medical service providers and uh, like hospitals. And of course, uh, uh, we have also found that doctors do the same in a sense that they are taking what is meant for the claimant because our aim is to make sure that the money 
or whatever resources we have goes mostly to the claimant. So in our 2020-2025 strategy, all we did is just to make sure that we reduce the administrative costs, mm. which were sitting more than 50%, whereas uh, a fund like ours should be spending far less on administrative costs, um, between 75 and 10%. That's what we've been doing. What is your, is your strategy, though, in terms of uh, nipping in the butt uh, that, that sector of society that uh, takes advantage or abuses, if you may, the road accident fund uh, model? Well, it's the processes. We have put processes in place, if you know about the rough form one, mm. that has been challenged. We have also had medical tariffs that we brought into the space that get tend to, we're paying five times what medical aids are paying mm -hmm. for the same procedure. So we have re reduced that. This is now in line with what medical aids are paying and we're making sure that we have got pre-authorization like medical aids would do. Mm. That uh, helps uh, read the abuse. We have reduced the litigation, which mm. says that we are able to then get the information and be able to settle matters within 120 days, which reduces, I mean, we have reduced over the past year from 10.6 billion, we have paid only 3.7 billion in uh, legal fees. We are reducing that further. So we, our, our target is to reduce that by 75% by the end of the year 2025. And then you have this uh, multilateral agreement between the Road Accident Fund, Botswana, Namibia and Swaziland. Please elaborate on that. Well, we learn from each other. If you look at our neighboring countries, like on case management, mm. because uh, mainly they've got smaller populations, they are able to pilot certain things that we are unable to do in South Africa. Mm -hmm. But we also they also learn from us on other things that we have done. So, for instance, we on this case management aspect, Botswana is a leader in it. Mm -hmm. uh, they've got better aspects of case management policy that we are also adapting so this is um, that's why we are here today with the conference to share experiences in the in terms of that yeah and then the benefits uh tell me about the you know the benefits each country gains uh you know outside of this uh you know as sorry as part of this agreement in terms of civil delivery uh to the claimants who ultimately i suppose are the most important part of this uh conference well south africa has got uh the highest number of academic universities, for instance, where we've got research, mm -hmm. we work with them on that. And of course, uh, the, we are now going to open a rehabilitation center together mm. to take care of the traumatic injuries because some of them were actually taking some of the claimants as far as India to be treated there, whereas it's in South Africa we can do it. So we share experience. They take them to India because those services are not available currently they here were, in South they, Africa. No, they were not available in their countries, mm -hmm. for instance, in Botswana and all that. Mm -hmm. So we are working with them to make sure that they use the South African experience. And mm -hmm. we have got the best trauma doctors mm -hmm. for some reason. Mm -hmm. uh, it might just be because Maybe of Maybe we have a lot of trauma. Yeah, there's a lot of trauma and violence has yeah. led us to uh, be the best trauma doctors. So the, those are the things that... Uh, they would find that in other countries they will tell them that the, your, your neighbor is much more better able to deal with those matters. Yeah. Mm. Uh, in terms of uh, the, 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 you say it takes 120 days now or up to 120 days for a claimant to get their issue resolved yes. from uh, start to finish. Uh, perhaps what, I, what, what I, sh I want to ask is the, the worst case scenario. Uh, where are you finding uh, people claiming uh, from in terms of uh, finances? Are people uh, claiming uh, a lot higher or is it a lot lower? Because because of the issue of the severity of the accidents? 
Well, most of them would like to get higher. Higher. Of course, uh, people tend to exaggerate their claims. Remember, we pay for loss of earnings. So if you come to us and you say, well, I'll never work a day now in my life. Is that it linked to the corruption that you spoke about earlier, about uh, how people are abusing the system, lawyers, etc.? Uh, so it's not necessarily the claimant as much as the claimants and yes. who it is that they come with to yes. make sure that they claim for your, from yourselves. The intermediaries are the biggest problem, and I think... The biggest problem is the lawyers in a sense that for them they get more if for instance they are saying uh, if they have signed a, a contract that says they get 25 percent it depends on 25 percent of what of course if it's higher they will get a higher amount so they tend to work with doctors to try and exaggerate the the, the injuries and make an, uh, a claim mm. that uh, someone might never work a day in their lives when they know very well that that is not the case, in which case they'll be paid higher payouts. And that's what we are seeing and that's what we are reducing it. Mm. So, I mean, what have you found interesting uh, sitting in this conference for two days now? Uh, it ends uh, uh, tomorrow. What, have been what has been surprising to you as CEO as you sit and listen to some of the, the panelists here? Well, the research facts, the research facts that, uh, for instance, the experience of um, claimants when they've got to go through lawyers tend to be more um, unpleasant than we thought. Mm. And we have already, already we, we were always uh, uh, doubtful about it. We, it we, did, we didn't have empirical evidence, but anecdotally we could see that. Now mm. we have got studies that actually indicates very clearly that the more we fix and the complexity of our system and make it much more simpler and the quicker we get to the claimant, uh, the better the, uh, the outcomes, mm. both from a point of return to work, both from a work of uh, returning back to normal, normalcy in terms of the social life and economic life. Mm. And I think that that's what we've been saying, although it was not supported by research. Now the research indicates very clearly that we are in the right direction. Yeah. So the empirical facts are that uh, the research that you've put in is clearly yielding results. Is there any inno inno innovative solutions that you're thinking you should, you know, try and implement going for forward that you previously may not have thought of that is coming across, uh, you know, as a result of this gathering here? Yes, the importance of case managers. I think uh, we have uh, for a long time looked at... Uh, and those sit uh, in your offices, right? Yes, yes. We must, we must now invest a lot in, in case managers rather than claims handlers because case managers are the people that deal with claimants on a daily basis and have seen what uh, is life-changing environments and the kind of things that they've got to deal with. I think something that we have learned here is that we need to invest more in them. Mm -mm. And then uh, the 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 the, um, the the claimants that that have been here. One of the things that I found fascinating when we had one of your staff members here, I think Sylvia, yes. Sylvia Shakwan. One of the things she said is that uh, you try and sort of detour people into a new way of living. For example, somebody comes and say, "I used to be a doctor, uh, you know, prior to my being in this accident, and it's redefined my existence in a particular way." And you. Find find ways to detour them into almost a new way of uh, making a living. Does that work su successfully for you? Uh, because, for example, you know, people are passionate about that which they're passionate about. And I can't imagine how easy it must be or how hard it, it potentially is to say to people, well, well 
move now, go be a soccer player, or move now and be something else. Well, sometimes you don't have a choice. As a, as a broadcaster, you know that uh, you rely mostly on your voice. So if you get injured and you Ooh, don't have a voice, don't say that uh, to me. I'm, yeah, God forbid. I mean, what it would mean is that now you have got to gain a living in a different way. Yes. That's what our our claim and get. It's Absolutely. a situation where you can't do about anything about the situation you find yourself in. You can't continue on the path you have been on. You have got to be given a different path. Yeah. Yes. So it will be successful for you as CEO if what happens at the end of tomorrow? Well, this if, conference. Uh, it, has, it is already successful in a sense that uh, there are lessons learned that we have taken out of here. And I think will be a better road accident fund saving our claim is much more better. Thank you for inviting us. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, Mr. Collins Lutzwalo is the Road Accident Fund CEO. It's 11.30. Dineo Mutawung is standing by with the news headlines. You are listening to KG Mwekezi on SAFM. Welcome back to Zimbali. We are with the Road Accident Fund and we have a caller. Good morning. Perhaps let's go to the voice note first and then we'll come back with the communications person who can talk logistics to you. Good morning. Morning, KG. Can you please uh, find out from Mr. Lezualo there about the, this thing of saying this is a, a, a small uh, injury, but the injury is on the head. Is it that possible or... I want to actually understand that. Please. Good day. Uh, just two queries. One is uh, the elimination of corruption in RAF staff. Obviously, there must be collusion between the lawyers and RAF staff to vet and to authorize all these payments. And the second one, what is RAF's investment in pre- preventative measures to prevent accidents? Uh, I mean, although we have a more educated uh, population, but the driving care ability is pathetic because you never pass without paying that four and a half thousand, five thousand rand, even if you just drove a kilometer or two, because of the prevalent corruption in the driving schools. So, is does RAF invest in those preventative things rather than being reactive? Thank you. So we've got McIntosh Polella here. McIntosh Polella is the head of communications at the Road Accident Fund. And actually, he's listened to the two voice note questions. And maybe then we also take the caller so that he responds to everybody collectively. Good morning. It is, they say your name is Avakratas. Good morning. Good morning. Anakratas. That's right. Yeah, thank you. Thank you for taking my call, KG. I had an accident uh, 20 years ago. Uh, It was not that serious, but uh, by that time they gave me a certificate. They said I should, uh, when I go to the hospital, uh, I will pay like uh, one third of the the, the bills. They said you'll pay one third of the bills. Yes, yes. one third of all the bills, yeah. It okay. was on my knee. Oh, it was on my knee. Yeah. Okay. So now I've lost that certificate. And as I grow old, I'm feeling pain. So I want to go to the hospital, but I can't because I don't have that certificate. So I phoned a road accident fund sometimes uh, this year. 
And then they send me, they send me all over there to the lawyers, and the lawyers are no longer there. So I wanted okay. to know, how do I get uh, uh, that certificate again? Okay. Uh, uh, stay on the line. Hi, McIntosh. Uh, I don't know why your mic is off. Hi, McIntosh. Hi, good morning. Hi, good morning. Do you, I hope you heard the two voice notes. Indeed. And uh, the gentleman whose name I mispronounced so badly and I apologize to. Uh, do you want to respond to everybody? Yeah, let me, let me start with the, the last individual who say that um, they've lost the certificate. I'm not sure if the certificate was from us, the road accident fund, or was it from the hospital? Um, Did you hear McIntosh? He's asking where the certificate is from. Oh. Road accident fund, yes. It's, okay, it's so, so this was a, a certificate from us, from the road accident fund. So what we can do is we can take your details, and because I've got everybody here, and then, you know, outside this space, um, we're going to make sure that we, we sort it out. I'm sure it's something that we can track. Yeah, and then so, we can, so maybe we can you assist. give your details to the gentleman in the studio who took your call, and then the gentleman in the studio will share with Macintosh, and then they can facilitate uh, something for you. Did you hear that? Yes, yes. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Okay, fantastic. Uh, so the other two uh, people were on voice note. Yeah, the one was uh, was saying that uh, the CEO was saying the injury in the in the head was a small injury. Um, look, obviously you you get assessed mm. uh, by either the hospital or somebody with the expertise, like a like a doctor, mm -hmm. and they determine um, you know the extent of the injury. And, and also in terms of, uh, you know, compensation, then we, we then make the decision based, based, based on that. Mm -hmm. uh, we, we do have people that, uh, that are obviously experienced. Uh, we've got doctors as well. I mean, you were sitting with, uh, with Sylvia here. But, y you know, the, 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 what I'm trying to say is, is that we, it's not us who decide, um, mm. you know, the extent of your You're not doctors yourselves. No, no, no. You, you, you come with a note from the doctor and mm. that determines, mm. you know, know, how bad your situation is. And, we, and then we take it from there. Yeah. yeah. So what have you found in the two days uh, as we round off our time here? What have you found? What has surprised you? One of the things I asked uh, uh, Mr. Lizuala, your CEO, uh, what surprised him about the things he heard was, you know, he said there's certain research findings uh, that, you know, surprised him, but also confirmed certain things uh, for him. And he talked about how, uh, you know, you've reduced uh, the amounts that you pay, uh, particularly particularly in terms of uh, uh, the lawyers and how you found a degree of corruption that comes through people who take cases uh, on behalf of people who've had uh, accidents. What has surprised you? So, so for me, what has, what has surprised me is the, you know, when we talk about the, the RAF bill that is currently um, now going to parliament, mm. is how I thought that people were going to go kicking and screaming when we said to them, we're, not, we, we, we're proposing that we're not going to give them a lump sum. Mm. I think people are just fed up with members of the family who get money and then, and then blow it. Mm. Uh, they become kings and they don't listen to nobody. So what has surprised me is how much support we are getting when we're saying we want to give you the money in, in installments. In tranches. Yes, yeah. no, 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 not in a lump sum. I, I thought people were going to say you're now interfering with what legitimately belongs to us you want to tell us how to spend our money but people are saying we've seen relatives uh, we, we're just fed up it's yeah. okay that uh, that you, you you give it to, to the part, part of your responsibility though as the road accident fund is uh 
to educate us as uh, road users, motor vehicle owners, in terms of uh, you know uh, how we exercise safety Indeed. on the roads, so that uh, the numbers go down for yourselves and inadvertently the roads become better for all of us. What kind of innovation are you going to put into how you? have conversations with us around safety that you previously may have had before and haven't yielded the kind of results that you thought they would. I was talking to my team last week and I was, I was saying that the, the shock factor that we have is not enough. I mean, I've looked at the adverts that, that, that we have. I mean, we give you a person, you know, get, talking on the phone and then getting involved in an accident. But at a point where you hear the screeching tires, we then go dark. And I said, I said, you need to give people the reality. Obviously, I don't want to give you the blood and gore, but I want to give you that crumpled, uh, the you know, vehicle and the smoke. And, and I think the blood people and just, the gore. just, just people just don't get it mm. how how serious this is. Because for us, we'd rather have prevention than come after you've been injured, because that's a life-changing experience. Sometimes it doesn't matter how much money I give, I give you. Because if you've been maimed very, very badly, what use is that money? I'd rather you don't need us. Yeah, but we still pay you two rent something a litre uh, when we go and uh, pay petrol. So I'd, what I'd, should I'd, happen to that money? I do understand that. I mean, you pay us two, 218 cents per litre. Two rent 18 cents yes, a litre. But I'd rather pay as few people as possible. I know. I don't know why she's saying to me, I must round off like I can't see the time. I can't see the time. Uh, she's rude, Kanya. Thank you so much. Uh, and good luck. You'll say the conference is successful if what happens tomorrow? Look, if, if, if tomorrow we sit down with our colleagues and we find, find the best ways to reduce accidents, for me, that's the biggest thing. Yeah. We'll never finish like come to zero but we need to reduce as much as possible and we're here to learn from our colleagues from the other countries mcintosh palela head of communications road accident fund thanks everybody uh the full circle is later with bridget masinga it's time for the book reading it's mohudi by dr sol plucky